Hi, I'm Jed Hearn, and this is Daily Writing Advice. So one of my favorite podcasts to listen to, and a podcast I would definitely recommend to you if you're a writer, is Writing Excuses. It's hosted by a bunch of amazing authors, and in the most recent episode, there was an excellent guest on who really made me realize why I love this book so much, The Blinding Knife by Brent Weeks. So this guest, Rob Kimbrough, described how Aristotle portrayed, portrayed, is that the right word here? Presented six key ideas of a story. And these six key ideas are the things that readers are looking for in order of importance. So number one is plot. So what's happening in the story, the actual events. According to Aristotle, that's the most important thing that readers care about. Number two is character. So the people in it. Number three is idea. So particularly in the science fiction genres, are you exploring a big idea about the way the world is or the way the universe is. Number four is dialogue, so people speaking. Number five is music. Obviously this is less relevant in novels, but in Aristotelian times that was a thing because plays were the main form of drama back then. And then number six, bringing up the rear, is spectacle. So I find this list really useful because what Rob was talking about is that You can actually reverse this list if you want. So there are some books where the spectacle and the music, if you want to call it the music, I would say that's kind of the the prose, the like nice sounding narration in the book, book. Um, and the idea. There are some books where those are more important. And a great example I would cite here is the Kingkiller Chronicles by Patrick Rothfuss. So The Name of the Wind Um, is a great example of a book where arguably you can say that the spectacle and the music of the language is more important than the actual plot. You know, the most tense scene in that book is about the main character playing a flute to get into this exclusive music club. That scene is more tense than him fighting a dragon later on, so it just shows how you can flip it around. It's just useful to know that you're flipping it around so that you can convey that to readers. Now, at the opposite end of the spectrum... The Blinding Night by Brent Weeks, which I'm holding here, is a great example of fulfilling these six key reader desires in the order of their importance. So The Blinding Knife by Brent Weeks is the second book in the Lightbringer series, um, and it is a great novel set in this amazing fantasy world with an interesting magic system where people kind of see colors in the world and they draw the colors into themselves and then use it to create objects, whether that's like a boat or projectiles or slides or anything else like that and this novel you know I will say it doesn't have perhaps the most amazing prose Um, the first book in the series in particular I thought some of the characters were a little bit not particularly well defined but the plot is staggeringly good the twists in this novel the suspense the whole structure of it is amazing and it's you know, an amazingly fast-paced fantasy. It doesn't feel like it's 600, however many pages long. How many pages is it? Yeah, it's about 650-ish pages long, but it doesn't feel like that at all. It feels so fast to read. Um, It is just a real nail-biting, almost like thriller-esque pacing in a fantasy genre, which is quite interesting. It has very short chapters. Um, And what this novel shows really well is that you don't have to hit all six of these Aristotelian ideas. You don't have to have a book with great characters and great music or great you know, dialogue in it. If you can just hit a couple of them and make it clear that that's what you're trying to aim for, 
readers are still going to like that because I think a lot of readers, myself included, don't really care as much about the language of something or the, you know, did the author use this really like fancy literary tone or whatever. I personally don't care about that too much. I just want to have a great story with a great plot with some great characters. And that's what's in The Blinding Knife. On the other hand, it is nice to have things that reverse that order and consciously try to foreground the musical and the spectacle sides of things before the other stuff, like Patrick Rothfuss. So, that is our episode. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this, and if you did enjoy it, please go ahead and subscribe. New episodes come out every weekday. I will see you next time.